Well, let's just Fair talk enough. some NBA because, Pete, you love the NBA. I put up with the NBA, and it's early, but we're going to take a look at some win totals mm -hmm. because win totals were dropped. Yes, they were. I sometimes wish I had an unlimited amount of money and, like, 45 different outs because I would love to have win totals in the NBA, baseball, college football, and the NFL at the same time, but I'm running out of money. And I gotta pay three hundred dollars for parking every month, Paige. Can I borrow some money? You're making Don't the big I? bucks. You're no. traveling every other week. No. I haven't even taken a real vacation. I mean, going man. to funerals just for vacation. Anyway, the Atlanta Hawks, their win total. We talked about it earlier on tonight. Forty-two and a half. I think the Hawks go over forty-two and a half wins. And here's a hot take for you. I think they might be a top three seed in the East. Wow. Yeah. That is hot. Yeah. They got some real coaching going on. I was never really high on Nate McMillan. Like, no. let's be honest. He got that job by default because he took over his interim coach, and they made a run to the playoffs, and they got lucky in a week east. It's just like, I look at the Eastern Conference, man, and I think the Hawks could be a solid regular season team, even though there's some change going on. And I'm not the biggest Trey Young fan once we get to the playoffs, unless he's playing at Madison Square Garden. But the East is Boston. How serious is Boston going to take the regular season? Two years in a row, you've been the best regular season team in the East. And you still have fallen short, right? Yeah. Miami, they, they have it down. They have it down pat. Like, you don't try in the regular season. You no. can be the eight seed. You could be a playing team. Correct. And you can still make a run yep. because it's the NBA. That is correct. You know, Indiana might be kind of fun. We'll talk about them here in a second. But I think I think Atlanta might be a sneaky 44-45 win team, one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference, at you know, or maybe, maybe win 50 games. Who knows? I just I don't know I can't get there I mean their their offense is still going to be good they lose John Collins but their backcourt I mean Trey Young Dejounte Murray Bogdanovich like it's still going to be good um, I don't know if I can get like top three or four seed in in the East Atlanta's a pass for me I just I really have no feel first full season with Quinn Snyder as their head coach like you mentioned. I don't know, Ryan. I, I just I, I have no feel on the yeah. Hawks. Forty two and a half just feels about right. One under I like. If you want to let me borrow a couple hundred dollars, I'll pay you back. Golden State, their win total seems a little inflated because the Nyad Chris Paul, uh, you know, even though he's fifty five years old, I don't know what that's gonna look like. Because what I love about Chris Paul doesn't really mix with the Warriors. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Even if Chris Paul's like twenty seven, twenty eight years old. And Steph's still awesome. Steph might still be the best player in the game. He's definitely the best shooter in the game. Clay's not the same player. Draymond's another year older. 49.5 seems a little inflated for me. I think they're like a 46-win team at best. I'd go under on the Golden State Warriors at 49.5, Peach. Would you? I would, man. I'd, I'd have to fade them. And, like, what's the motivation for them to win 50 games in the regular season? They have the championship rings. But, like, why is Chris Paul even going to play over 50 games? He's never healthy in the playoffs. Maybe the key for Chris Paul to actually be avail available in the playoffs is sit him the entire regular season with load management. Yeah, and we know how awful they were on the road last year, right, in the regular season, and they're just so good. That's the thing, Ryan. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to continue to be so good at home. If they're just average on the road... I think they go over this. So, look, I mean, health's going to be a big part, right? Like, they're going to obviously need Steph to play, and they're going to need it. Like, if Steph gets hurt, then all of a sudden this becomes, I mean, this becomes an under. I kind of do like the over, though, with Golden State. Like, I think they win 51-52 games just because of how good they are at home. Yeah. And if we can get, like, 15 to 20 wins out of them on the road, then uh, I, I think this is a slam dunk, so i take the over. Another over I like uh – Pacers, 35.5 is their win total. I think they're going to be a sneaky regular season team, and I think they're going to finish above 500. I think they're going to be a playoff team in a week east. I love Tyrese Halliburton. I know he only played in 56 games last season, but 
I mean, if you're playing assist props, there's nobody better. He averaged 10 a game, 10.4. He averaged 3.7 rebounds, 20 points per game. If he could play over 60 games, I think they're going to be a good regular season team. You have Miles Turner, who gave you 18 points and 7 boards. Buddy Heald's still there. And I love Benedict Matherin, man. He only started 17 games, but he played in 78. And as a rookie, averaged 16 points per game, 4 rebounds per game. Almost a steal a game. Plays decent enough defense. Yet in some young guys like a Jordan Wara... Aaron Naismith, I think they could be a sneaky regular season team, so I love them over 36.5 wins. Completely agree with you. I like Indiana, too. Yeah, Indiana and Orlando are two teams. 35.5, yeah. There are two teams I would watch out for in the East this year. I think they're trending up. You mentioned Halliburton. I love my guy, Benedict Matherin. He is a star. So I like their backcourt in Indiana. They're well coached. They play hard. They had a nice little start to the season, if you remember last year, and then kind of went on a big losing streak. But if they can find some of that hot start from last year and drag it out a little bit more to the later parts of the season, I think they could be like a 40-win team this year. I really do. Yeah, I like these teams in the East. Like Even Same. a team like the Wizards, man, yeah, their West win total is 24.5. Like, the Wizards are not going to be good, let's be honest. They're no. going to be fun because they got chuckers like Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yes. But I think they could win 25 games in a week East. The one that I'm looking at actually is in the West, though. The only over I would play, like I want to touch the Spurs at 30.5. I'd probably go under. Same. Uh, Houston, yeah, they should be a little bit better. But, like, dude, Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks aren't making me run to the window in July to bet them to win 32 games. <laughs> I do like OKC, but 43.5 seems about right. I could see them being a 48-win team. I could see them winning exactly 43. But Memphis is getting a lot of disrespect, and I get it, because I've been down on them. I thought that was, like, going to be the up-and-coming team two years ago. Then everything fell apart. Dylan Brooks is gone. He's in Houston. Ja's going to be suspended the first 20-plus games of the year. And they trade away Tyus, who I thought was the best backup point guard in the league. But you bring in Marcus Smart, who was the Defensive Player of the Year two years ago. You have Jaron Jackson. You have Desmond Bain still. And I just feel like everybody's slandering Memphis. Memphis, And you know what they do in the regular season. They try. Taylor Jenkins is a good regular season coach. Yes, he is. I think they get the 46 wins. All these promos I hear, everybody's fading Memphis. Right. That makes me kind of like Memphis next year, to be honest And with aren't you. they good without John the regular season? Yeah. Like, that's their thing. And yeah. I agree. I like the Marcus Smart trade. They're going to be so good defensively. They try in the regular season. They're great at home. I'm with you on that Memphis over. The OKC over, Ryan, I like too. Yeah. I mean, we can just they're all gonna be good, dude. They're they're the next thing coming in the NBA, right? They don't miss on draft picks. They're so they got a good young coach, great young backcourt with Gideon SGA. Chet's coming back into the fold now. I know the West is loaded, man, but OKC was a year ahead of schedule. They yeah. made the playing game. They were able to win a game in the playing game. I like the Thunder a lot. I am surprised that Dallas's win total is as high as it is at 45 and a half. Like, I don't know if I'm overthinking that and want to bet the over or if I, I kind of want to bet the over or if I just like look at what my eyes tell me that I saw last year when Kyrie came over and they are abysmal defensively and they really didn't make any additions in the offseason that are in any significance. Dallas, I think, is a stay away. I don't know how you can touch that, but. I'm with you on Memphis. I like that over. I like yeah. the OKC over. I really like San Antonio's under, Ryan. I thought when the win totals were going to come out, I thought they'd be at like 28 and a half. I, is Victor Wembanyama going to play like more than 60 games this year? Especially if they're terrible, and especially because he's so 
thin. Like exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like what what if he, what if he has like a hamstring injury, something small? I know his his camp says they're not going to shut him down. They want him to play, even if they're a terrible basketball team. They want him to play in these games. But I, it's easy to say that. I guess the motivation would be to play Wembenyama would be is you want other stars around the league to see that he's worth the hype, right? Yeah. Because that's how San Antonio is going to get good again. You have to draft well, but also you're going to need to be like a free agent destination again. Greg Popovich just signed a five-year deal, which is great, and that'll be appealing to guys. I mean, it's crazy. (laughs) That'll be appealing to guys because you get to play for one of the greatest coaches ever. But to me, like, I don't think there's motivation for San Antonio to be good. Like, even if Wembenyama's great, there's still not nearly enough around him. The West is loaded. Like, you're going to need a couple more drafts to get one or two more guys around him. You're going to need a couple more off-seasons to bring in a couple other guys. So, I think 30 and a half is too high, man. I, the fact that San Antonio's only one game back projected at Houston, like, how does that make any kind of sense? Right, right. Like, I it, don't know. It, exactly. I'm going over on Houston before San Antonio. Agreed. A couple other notable ones. Charlotte's win total we brought up earlier. They draft Brandon Miller. 31 and a half. It's actually juiced to the over, minus 120. I think Cleveland's going to maybe take that next step in the East if you're talking about a team other than Boston and Milwaukee. Mm. Uh, 49 and a half, though, seems about right, and it's minus 130 to the over. So I don't really want to lay minus 130 for the next couple months for them to get to 50. You know, I mean, the Nuggets just won the championship. I think they could win a couple. I I think this could be a dynasty. They didn't have a great offseason. You lose two of your better role players. Bruce Brown probably gets overpaid, but you lose him. Their win total seems a little high, actually, at 54.5. I could see there being like a little bit of a championship hangover where they're like, hey, we could win 48 to 50 games, be a four seed, and still you know, make a run next year. We don't have to kill ourselves here in the regular season. Right. Especially because they're not the deepest team. I can see that. I uh, I like the Sacramento Kings, Ryan. I like their over at 43.5. It's juice minus 130, but again, much like Memphis, you're looking for teams that are going to try in the regular season. Yeah. Sacramento broke their playoff drought last year. They have all that young talent, guys that are going to play a lot of games. Mike Brown's a really good regular season coach. And Sacramento's the only show in town, right? So those guys are going to want to play for their fans. They're going to want to play when they're at home. I like their roster. They went toe-to-toe with the Warriors, which was impressive. They took them to seven games. I like that Kings over. It would not shock me if the Kings are like a top three seed in the West again. Because they're gonna they're gonna yeah. really they're gonna try, right? Like these teams like Golden State, Phoenix, the Lakers, the Nuggets. They're Ryan, old and like what's the like exactly. it's the regular season doesn't matter in the NBA. Last year proves that more than any other year. The Miami Heat went to the NBA finals. And the Granted, Lakers was in the East. The Lakers yeah. were a seven seed. They went to the Western Conference, right? Like these yeah, they were teams like one and twelve at one point, weren't these they? These teams don't care. Right. Right. They just wanna get in. And then they know it's a brand new season. Yeah, the Celtics, like, talking about, like, teams that just want to get in. The Celtics win total. I know they tried hard every regular season game this year and went over, or, you know, were a top seed, but 53 and a half, minus 130 to the over. I would probably go under, man. 54 games? Although, mm. I mean, I mean, how many games is Porzingis going to play in the regular season? Right. Are you really going to play Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum all 82? No. no. Or 70? Yeah, I... Probably seems about right though. What about the what about my bulls? Thirty-seven and a half minus one ten both ways. I would actually lean over because it doesn't look like they're going to move Levine. Not that I love him and Demar together. You bring back Vooch, decent off-season pickups. Like I don't love you know like um, Javon Carter, but you had to do something in the backcourt because Caruso can't be your starting point guard. Even if he is, you need more depth there because Lonzo Ball is not going to play right. probably ever again, but definitely this year. 
So you kind of like the over with kind of like the over with the Bulls to be Did honest. They went forty week plus East. last year. I think they hit thirty nine. I have to look. 39. I mean, they were terrible. Yeah, or maybe it was thirty eight. I know, but in a week East again, I mean, that is that is a bit. I I think I'm gonna pass. That that number's about right. Can't talk you into the Bulls. No, can't do it. This season they finished forty and forty two, so they got to forty this year. All right. So Although, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a. They can do that. They were terrible this year. I do love me some Harry Carey singing some seventh inning stretch at Wrigley though. Oh, on the video board. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's the best uh, celebrity that you've been to at Wrigley who's done the seventh inning stretch? I'm a Bill Murray guy, so I'll probably just cop oh, okay. out and say Bill yeah. Murray. I mean, that's, and he's that's there a, like every other game. Yeah, so. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a really good one. John Cusack when he tried to come back. Because what happened there was Cusack was a lifelong Cubs fan. And if you're a real Chicagoan, Peach, you can't you can't be a Sox and a Cubs fan. You pick the Sox or the Cubs. So when the Sox were in the World Series, he was there. He wanted to be there. And they were like, aren't you a Cubs fan? But now he tries to come. He's just he's oh. a flip-flopper. I don't like flip-floppers, no. Peach.